On today's Behind the Bowtie podcast, I have Nick Ovedin from Great Life. Thank you so much, Nick, for being a guest on the podcast and always appreciate visiting with you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I've, uh, I was uh, happy, to, happy to get the phone call and then happy to, to, to be able to set this up and sit down and chat with you. No, absolutely. It's actually my pleasure. I know throughout the many years, both of our organizations have been partners, but um, you're definitely a mover, a shaker in the community. And of all the good things that Great Life is doing, I just wanted to kind of visit about that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, Great Life has been around for just under 10 years now. So sometimes I feel like it's been around for about two years and other times I feel like it's about 20. But mm-hmm. it's uh, <laughs> it's been so much fun. It's, it's evolved so much over the last almost 10 years. And uh, I, I really appreciate all the partnerships that we had, including including ours. So it's uh, definitely a passion of mine to, to be able to, to take and bring to, to our community and to bring to other people. And I'd uh, love to talk about it. No, absolutely. Um, what inspired you to get into fitness and personal training industry? Well, it wasn't my initial passion. I actually did it on accident. Right <laughs> oh, away. really? Uh, I did it as an internship um, in college. I started in the fitness industry and wanted to go more to the athletic enhancement. I actually wanted to be an NFL football player, but for some reason, my size didn't... Uh, my size and my athletic ability didn't uh, didn't agree with that, so um, I, I I thought maybe I would stay uh, in the in the sports enhancement realm and did that for a few few years, and then um, uh, thought I was going to go into physical therapy, mm-hmm. and then uh, got into I was I was working at a gym while I was kind of uh, shadowing people for a physical therapists and realized that the little it's it's kind of it's small but it's different but i i'm all about relationships and yeah. finding uh people bringing them in and and getting to know them and getting to know what makes them tick right and uh what i didn't like about physical therapy which is very needed by the way but for mm-hmm. me what i didn't like about it was i felt like you get eight sessions and then if you do your job you won't see them again or you won't see them for a really long time actually a good point and yeah, then for fitness true. It's kind of the opposite is if I'm doing a, a good job, I'm able to attract them and keep them coming over mm-hmm. and over and over again. And I get to the chance to be able to impact them for a longer period of time and create a, uh, some of my best friends have been uh, people that I've trained over the past or people that I've met in the gym. I was telling you earlier that we yeah. have uh, two guys in my workout group in the morning that just had kids. So we have text messages going around and I found out that one of them was pregnant before he had told anybody else you know eight months ago so it was really it's it's really special bond when you get to work out with people and um being an industry that's ever changing it's fun because it keeps you on your toes and uh if you know fitness there's fads for days so um, absolutely some are really good Uh, some some maybe are a little different but uh, you know our our job is to uh to be able to, to point people to what their passion is and get people excited about moving, being healthier, and living uh, the best life that they can. And I love what you said, too, about, like, the relationships in the gym. Like, you found some of your best friends, you know, just people that you trained or just went to the gym with. And, like, same thing with me. I'm like, they, they kind of motivate you, too. They hold you accountable, and it's like, Hey, where, where have you haven't been here within the last day? Like, are you coming tomorrow? If not, I can come and pick you up. It's like, okay, yes, I'll be there. I'm committed. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's shaming, but uh, yeah. most of the time it's for, you right, know, it right. makes you feel good that you're, you're wanted to. So it's a, exactly. it's a great accountability. A lot of times, especially the people at the gym, even some of the times that you don't know who they are, 
you know who they are, but you don't know their names. So, but you know the time, their routines, and you still say hi to them. And so if they do come at a different time yes. of day, uh, it's funny because when I do our, I do walkthroughs at all the facilities, if I see somebody at a different time of day, they're like, hey, JJ, are you, did you sleep in today or what? And yeah. they, they look at me like, but I did. You're right. I'm like, hey, <laughs> at least you made it here, you know? At least you showed up. So, yeah. but, but those little things go a long way. They do. And, and uh, we really do care. That's, that, that's the thing about Great Life is we really do care about each individual, uh, members and individual. And it's something that we've uh, really instilled from Tom Sr. all the way, all yeah. the way through the ranks. He's, he's done an incredible job from the start saying it's all about relationships. And um, we've poured into our people as much as we can to be able to teach them that that's what it's all about and mm-hmm. will continue to be about. Um, equipment comes and goes, things come and go, but relationships are something that should be a long lasting and things that we can control. I feel like relationships are everything in life, you know, personal life, spiritual life, or professional though. And like you said, with Tom Sr., it's, I'm, it's an honor to be able to get to know him throughout the many, many years and just seeing on how he takes a vested interest. And every time I met Tom, even though I know him really well, will still introduce himself. And that, that's great because that's a great thing because sometimes you never ever will ever assume that someone will remember your name yeah and then enhancing your folks at great life which you guys do a phenomenal job i've been a member since i've been here in sioux falls for now 10 years it's just like yeah people will recognize your name what you're working out on and they'll even give you recommendations hey jj i know you've been doing this but if you're trying to get this accomplished you should go do this yeah. or go to this facility or so on and so forth yeah yeah, so. it kind of goes into what you were talking about earlier. We were talking before the podcast, and um, you, we have a variety of things to offer people. So many, <laughs> so many, and it's awesome. But it yeah. also makes marketing a little bit challenging because right. people don't know what they have until they go. Wait a minute! I didn't realize that I could go uh, uh, eat at Qdoba and get two dollars off an entree meal, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know if you knew that or not. But I'm like, the the goal for us is to be able to to create more and more value for our members. Um, with things that they're, they're, they're already currently doing. So it's not changing their behavior patterns too much on what they do, but it's, it's just bringing more value to, to everything that they, they do so that uh, they want to stay a member for as long as possible. But uh, like you're talking about with the relationships, that's what we really push with our team members is to make sure that, they're, that we're constantly going out there and chatting with mm-hmm. all of our members, getting to know them and why, yeah. what makes them tick. And then when they do have their first kid or whatever that is, their, their uh, journey and their fitness journey might change a little bit at that point. Absolutely. So, You're right. Um, it's on us to make sure that we say, hey, did you know that we have child care? Just add your, add your child to your family membership after six weeks. Uh, so it's six weeks to 12 years that they can go in there. So after six weeks, you can add them in there. You get two, uh, two hours a day to go in there. Sometimes as a parent, you just need a break. And we're there to offer that because uh, part of wellness is mental wellness, too. And as we know, exactly. uh, it's become more and more prevalent. But mm-hmm. just having some time to yourself and be able to, to decompress will make you a better person, make you a better parent. Um, and we know that th- those first couple months, well, pro- probably all, your whole life of parenting, but those right. first couple months are really challenging. So if we exactly. can take... Uh, an hour or two and, and have, you, have you drop your kid off to people that really truly care about your kids 
and you can go either spend time working out or sitting in the sauna or reading a book. Mm-hmm. We don't care what you do, but do something to make, make yourself uh, rejuvenated so you can be the best self you can be. Taking care of yourself and like mentoring, that's, that's so huge though. It, it, it is so huge. And like so many friends of mine and even myself, it's like you may have a stressful day at work or customer just may just be a pain, but you know what? Just go relax. That's why I go to the gym. Go decompress. And then you just feel a hundred times better. And then you're a better husband, better wife, be- better dad, mom, you know, vice versa. But yeah. And going back to the offerings with Great Life, can you just share like what some of the main benefits, what you guys do? Oh, man. We have 79 currently. Um, Which I is crazy. believe that's the last time that we checked. But like Beds by Design, for instance. So people forget about sleep as part of wellness and sleep was a, is a huge deal. Mm-hmm. So we have a, a constant offering with beds by design for 30% off. Um, we, we do once or twice a year where it's a 50% off offering as well. That's great. And, uh, we have various, various other things that we have with them, but, uh, th- that's been one of the main ones because ideally if you're sleeping eight hours, which I can confess, I do not do that. Uh, but if you're sleeping eight hours, it's roughly a third of your life that you're sleeping in bed. So mm-hmm. we take for granted, like I'm going to go buy, and I was guilty of this. I went and bought a, <laughs> I went and bought a used mattress right out of college because I'm really cheap. So uh, I know that. I think I did the same thing <laughs> as well. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm pretty sure I horrified a lot of people there. But um, but then I realized somebody pointed that out. They go, you spend a third of your life in bed sleeping. Yeah. Why would you skimp on something like that? I'm like, yeah, man, you're right. So I got, I went to Beds by Design, tried a bunch of different things, and they custom make them for you. Yeah, they do. And yep. I was like, this is a, this is a game changer. So uh, it, it's pretty, it's pretty incredible to be able to do that and get a night's, a great night's sleep for the amount of time that you're able to, to actually be in bed and uh, wake up refreshed and ready to go. So it's, uh, so Beds by Design is one of them. We have numerous, uh, numerous restaurants around town. Yes, you do. Yep. Uh, Johnny Carino's. Love uh, Johnny Carino's. Yeah, there you go. Quiznos. Uh, I just love Italian food. That's kind of why I work out sometimes, too. Yeah. Just that I can eat whatever I want. <laughs> hey, sometimes that helps out, right? <laughs> it does. Uh, but, but we have a, a, just a number of different things that you can go to and, uh, and get perks for going to and that's just being a, a great life member so all you need to do is bring your your key fob and show up i've been part of other places where you could print off coupons and do all that stuff and i am the king of forgetting that stuff so i, I am as well go to a movie in uh another place that i had worked it was like well you could print off movie tickets for the next week and then you can bring them with you and physically have them like okay i gotta we gotta make this as easy as possible Let's show yeah. your key fob and right. make it work. So uh, that's the goal with all those things. They're ever-changing. So if uh, on your key fob, we actually have it on a QR code mm-hmm. that leads you right to the, the newest, latest, and greatest uh, um, offerings that we have. So those member benefits are really fun to work with. Yeah, check out the QR code. Uh, Krista and uh, Jackie, they showed me that too, like going to your website and just like of all the partnerships that you guys have with the benefits. And it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, like Beds by Design, you know, John and Carino's. And there's so many. And you kind of forget about them too. Yeah. I was at a day that, or yeah, it was GNC the other day. Yep. I was there getting some stuff and the guy goes, you're a great life member? I was like, yeah, thanks for asking. I'm like, totally forgot. Yeah, I got my like 10% off or whatever it was at that day. But yeah. 
Well, that's great because it's something that you're going to do anyway. You're going to spend spend money on these supplements, right. making yourself better. Right. But now, just because of the partnership, then you get an additional ten percent off. It's mm-hmm. like going to the zoo with your kids. You're going to go to the zoo anyway because it's a fun place to go. Right. And you have a great life membership, so you get uh, a discount on that, or the pavilion, or anything that's you know Sky Zone, things like that. It's uh, it's really a cool thing to be able to offer. You know, one thing I love about Great Life, you guys think outside the box here. Just trying to hit every facet of the family, you know, for for the kids up to the adults, and even you know, even to the grandparents and so on and so forth, even cousins, brothers, sisters, vice versa. So, yeah, yeah. How important is fitness, exercise, and nutrition to a person? Oh man. Um, obviously, you're talking to somebody that grew up in the fitness industry, so it's. Uh, I I think it's essential for for somebody. You don't you don't have to have it. Right. To, to be able to live, but in my opinion, um, you're not able to reach your, your fullest uh, potential without it. Um, I, was, I was telling a story the other day. Actually, I was, I was uh, asked to give the sermon about a month and a half ago. And That's awesome. One of the, yeah, it was a little out of my comfort zone. I, but that it, would be out of my comfort zone all day, every day. <laughs> but I tell you what, it's uh, actually the, my word for, for the year is obedience. And... Um, so I've, I've said yes to a lot more things that I've, I've felt called to do this year than I ever have that get me out of a comfort zone mm-hmm. um, because it's not about me. It's about um, making sure that I'm doing, I, I'm, uh, I'm doing what I need to do to, uh, to, to uh, make sure that my gifts shine through. So if, that, if that's a yes. good way to put it. But no, I love that. Anyway, no, that's huge. Um, I, was, I was telling the story about my daughters. The reason why I work out really somebody goes well why do you why do you work out why do you why do you do fitness why do you all that stuff and i said well because i know that if i don't get up in the morning so i get up at 4:40 every morning uh take care of my dogs i do my my readings and things like that mm-hmm. and then i go work out um if i don't do that at the end of the day i will get home at five o'clock i know myself and the days that i don't choose to do that i get home at five o'clock and i'm exhausted yeah and I'm crabby, mm-hmm. and I'm not a good parent. I will go sit on the couch, and before I know it, I've watched four episodes of something, mm-hmm. and um, my daughters have gotten zero attention of mine. I might be there, but I'm not there. Yeah. And they've gotten zero attention of dads, and then I put them to sleep, and I sit there, and I'm still tired, and then I go to bed. And I'm like, so I get up on the days that I get up and do something in the morning, and, and, uh, and I'm productive during those, those morning hours for me. Yeah. It makes me a better father. I'm, I'm uh, re-energized throughout the day at 5 o'clock at night when I go pick up my daughters from school. We go play. Uh, we'll go shoot bows or baskets or whatever it might be, and um, I'm present with them. And that, to me, is the biggest motivator. And I know some people are able to do it without that, mm-hmm. but um, I don't ever want to be holding my kids or anybody else back. So that's what motivates me to, to be able to stay in shape, too, because... If my daughters ask me to go climb uh, a, a mountain with them, yeah, I want to say absolutely, let's go do it. I don't want to say, mm, I don't know if my body can handle it. Maybe tomorrow. Well, <laughs> it's not going to get easier the older I get, so right, I, I might as well stay on top of it now and and just enjoy it. So it's been a lot of fun to uh, to keep that motivating uh, motivation in the back of my head um, to wake up and. Uh, it actually surprised my wife because I had this conversation with her the, the other day. She goes, well, it's, it's easy for you to get up because you've been doing it. And I said, 
Okay, this is where I, I, I have to intervene here. It is not easy. I have that thing in my head that goes off. When my alarm goes off at 4.40 in the morning, 4.37 actually, goes off in the morning. I love it. I go, my first instinct is, okay, I don't want to get up. I'm tired. I'm going to hit snooze. I'm going to hit snooze. Yep. I'll sleep in for five more minutes, <laughs> ten more minutes, whatever it is. Right. But I can't give myself the out, so I get up, basically talk myself out of it, and, and uh, get to work like I, like I need to. And it helps throughout the day. Yes. Because those days that I hit and sleep in maybe 30 extra minutes and I just don't get going and don't do my routine, it's the days that I get home and I'm the crabby dad and right. I'm the crabby husband and I'm just it just hasn't been... I just haven't been the best version of myself that I could be that day. So, anyway. Just do it, though. Like, I, I think that's so hard, like, for people. Like, my, myself included, though. Like, when I don't go work out or do things that get, get, get me motivated and going, I'm the, wor- I'm the worst person. To, to everyone, though. Yeah, like you said, like, to your kids, to your wife, to your, to your clients. And then when you work out and do all that kind of stuff, your brain's working better. You, you, you just feel better. You're in a better mood. You're able to serve people better. It's just, overall, it's just a whole mindset. Yeah. The light bulb just goes off. Yeah. And when you miss it, you feel like crap. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I love the point that you talked about this. You, you said serve. You're able to serve people better. And I believe that's what we're here to do is serve others. Absolutely. And as long as you have that yeah. mindset, mm-hmm. it's, a, it, it's a mindful, a mindset of gratitude yeah. So you're always great. I have a, a saying on my on my whiteboard. It says "grateful for everything." Um, what does it say? It says "grateful for everything." Entitled to nothing. Love it. And I'm like, as, as long as you you stay grateful and you stay with a servant heart, um, it makes it a lot easier to get up and push yourself to become a better person because it does allow you to serve people better. Yes. And ultimately, that's what we're here to do. And mm-hmm. we're here to to show people how to do that as well. So I keep going to fatherhood because it, because kids just watch everything you do. They do. And, <laughs> and uh, they don't really care what you say. They care what you do. So they, they emulate everything. So if, if I'm not serving other people and actually doing that with a joyful heart, um, how can I expect my daughters to do that? Right. Um, how can I expect other people around me to do that? Mm-hmm. So um, you're exactly right. I love that, that point that you brought up. And people are always watching you, like your kids, co- coworkers, things of that nature. You lead by example mm-hmm. and about being a role model. And um, it, like teammates, um, you know, great life and everything. Tom and the team, you guys have brought that, being mentors. And I, men- I mentor as well. And um, I'll, I'll, t- I'll share this story. It was a little over three years ago. My kiddo was in, I think it was fifth. Yeah, he, w- he would have been fifth grade, sixth grade. And... Um, I, I was three minutes late because I got caught in traffic and my kid's in the principal's office and I walk in, secretary's like, yeah, Weston's in the office. I'm like, oh my gosh, what do you do? Like, I, my heart just dropped, literally. And I'm like, and his friends, one of his friends were in the office. He's like, um, Weston uh, did what you told him to. And I'm like, what did I tell him to do? I don't even know. Like I've been mentoring this kid for three or four years. I barely can remember sometimes what I say. Well, a kid bullied him, pushed him. And um, instead of reacting or punching or the student, he went and told the teacher and principal and just waited for me to get there to mentor. And I'm like, 
oh my gosh, dude, I'm so proud of you. Like, yeah. you are amazing. Like, I don't even know what to say. You're looking I'm for like, a black eye or I'm something. I'm like, geez, I'm, I'm going to get a call from the parents or, or I'm going to get in trouble by the teacher because I don't know what I said, but yeah. But like going back to like your, your daughters and everything, just watching you on how to serve people and to react and just, just be a good person. We're yeah. just on this earth for such a short time, but just, yeah, being present and being amazing. Yeah. Um, Great Life Golf and Fitness has so much to offer to everyone. Can you describe what your organization's all about? We may be here a while. Yeah, and that's I okay. Mean, how I'm, much time I'm, we got here? Yeah, um, we could go as long as you want. You know what? J- just to, to sum it up, um, I was actually just talking about this the other day. And so our personal, our, our mission statement is to enrich the lives of families and indiv- individuals through golf, fitness, and healthy lifestyles. And it's broad enough to be able to say the healthy lifestyles is we look for ways to create um, opportunities for people to to have a a relationship without the um, hurdles of money so that's that's why we do what we do with the member benefits that's why we do um, um, all the other little things that we have the bowling yeah like where's bowling come into play i'm like if you walk into one of our bowling alleys, you can see I've seen four generations of a family bowling together at the same time. That because, is pretty cool. Uh, the, the, the little kid has the dinosaur. Yeah. And the, yeah, like the 85 year old grandparent uh, doesn't have the dinosaur, but can go bowl. Yeah. And then like the 60 year old grandfather and then the, like the 35 year old parent, they're all there together bowling on the same lane what a cool thing to be able to do to say we're we're offering the ability for people to have generational relationships to be able to get to know each other not in front of a tv on a couch but going out there and doing something together 100%. so golf is another way to do that exactly. fitness has actually quickly become another way to do that because if you look at our aqua aerobics class so since covid since covid we've actually uh tripled the percentage of membership base over 60 really which is not normal so our, it, that is pretty and cool. just to be fair we started with three percent of our population um before 20 january 2020 three percent of our membership was over 60 okay um, so now it's up to nine percent so Dang. still not a ton yeah but that that is not a normal thing to be able to have so mm-hmm. Um, to be able to have that that older generation know, understands the importance of staying healthy and active, and they're showing their grandkids and their great grandkids what it's like to be able to live and be able to move and not retire to a couch, but yes. retire to do something more and continue on with life and have energy and have purpose. So it's really fun to watch uh, the generations come together. Uh, within our facilities and then hopefully outside they go take it outside and go for walks and things like yes. that i'm like fitness obviously we want them to come into our facilities but but wellness is also going out there and doing stuff outdoors yes. together and finding fun things to explore into uh to to be adventurous and fun it can be fun it can be fun and with great life you guys have so many things for people like you mentioned that families can participate in i, I love the golf you could golf with your family. You could go bowling with the family. You could go to the gym. I just growing up, you probably were similar to me. Like we played till the streetlights went 
went on. And then once the street lights went on, then we went inside. But, you know, 8 to 9 o'clock, you know, I never really wanted to be tied to TV. Mm -hmm. Just because I never saw my parents doing that or my, my grandparents. But going back, leading by example, and having those offerings, that makes a big difference. So, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what, I mean, that's really what it's all about is finding ways, creative ways to yeah. uh, get people together to give them a reason to create a stronger and longer lasting relationship. So yes. it's been, it's been really fun. So, um, actually when I came here 10 years ago, my just about 10 years ago, um, I looked at my wife and I said, my personal mission statement is to be able to positively impact people daily. And this platform has enhanced that mm -hmm. ability tenfold. Um, and, and it was, I didn't. I real. I thought it would help that. So, which is why we decided to move back here, and it has uh, exceeded the expectations of the amount of impact that we've been able to have as a company um, because of that. And it's like we've talked about several times. It's all about the relationships, and it yeah. came from Tom Senior leading with right. that because uh, a lot of that stuff is kind of blue sky. You don't understand. Like there's not a lot of return on investment for some of that stuff. And mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean, well, it takes time away from your checklist. Well, checklists are, are important, but they're not a relationship either. So it's making right. sure that you're going through and creating the relationship. So we, we actually started a thing called a one a day. Um, so all of our great life team members know that that's one of the things that they have to do every day, every time that they come to work is they have to go out and find one new person that, that they've never talked to before they leave. That's a great point. So I love we, that. So, so we have like 15 people on our support team. And when we first rolled it out, we said, okay, we're going to do it with our support team first. So every day you're going to meet 15 new people. So at the end of, end of the week, uh, every day you're going to meet one new person. That's 15 new people that us as a team can do. Right. By the end of the week, uh, that's what, 75 people that we've never met before that are members of ours. So we did that for a couple months, and then um, uh, we brought it out to our team members, and we said, we have six, a little over 600 team members right now, so can you imagine if 600 team members are going and making a point to go talk to somebody new every day um, in a society where everything's becoming automatic and automated, yes. and it's like, hey, you can sign up. You can sign up online. You don't have to come in. You don't have to do these things. That works. That works for some, some things. But for us, we said, you know what? Um, we're not going to do the online signups because mm -hmm. we want one, at least one chance to have a relationship with you before you come in to be able to connect you to what might help you out the most. Exactly. So that's why we haven't turned on online signups. Uh, that's why we focus on uh, teaching our people how to talk to other people and have a conversation. That's why we implemented the one a days um, for four, almost five years ago because you know, it's all about that relationship. And we get caught up in, in cleaning and some of the other things that happen. But at the end of the day, the most important thing is making sure that we're going out there and, and connecting with our members and, and uh, creating an experience that, that uh, they haven't expected in the past. Right. That personal touch and experience goes miles and everything. I, I love interacting with people because you never know on who you're going to meet who are they tied to, who they can introduce you to, and you may just make their day. Yeah. So just stop in and just visiting with them. Yeah, it's, uh, we've, we've heard stories. Um, it, it's pretty amazing that um, 
It's pretty amazing that people will come in during the best of times and the worst of times. They will find that place that they will go that they're most comfortable. Yeah. And I was telling this story to a guy. Oh, it was about four, three or four years ago now. And I was telling a story to a guy about um, I went to a place to eat. Um, uh, it, it took a, a gentleman there sat down and ate, and I, I watched this older guy come in. It was actually in the heart of COVID. He walked into this, this place and asked to get seated. The, the host asked, oh, where's your wife at? He goes, um, she's, I couldn't hear anything, and he like said something. She was like, oh, okay, goes and sits him down. The waitress comes over. She obviously knew him, or mm-hmm. like knows him. He, he goes there, frequents right. there, and she asks the same thing. Oh, where's your lovely wife at? And he goes, she's actually in the hospital dying she could die any minute mm. but he was in his 80s and he wasn't allowed to go in the hospital at that point and i sat back and i just go why would that person come in here he's at the lowest of lows he's right. been married to this lady probably for 50 or 60 years yeah. why is he coming to this place and it hit me it's like he's going to go to the place where he feels the most at home the most comfortable yeah. the most supported right and he knows that the hostess is going to say hello to him and talk to him. And he yes. knows that, that the waitress is going to go to there. Mm-hmm. Like to them, they don't realize how important they actually are and how important that interaction is. So true. So I told that story to a, a guy um, as I was like in tears. Oh, like, my gosh. I, I was I'm choked like, up yeah. with you just I'm talking like, about this, this right now. So I said, how do we... I told this story to this guy, and I'm like, how do we how do we become that place that people are? And he actually stopped me and goes, let me tell you my story about great life. And he goes, I was in the lowest of lows. My dad was in the hospital and they wouldn't let me in. I didn't know what was happening. The first place I went to was Woodlake. I knew I'd be greeted at the door. Mm-hmm. I knew I had a safe place to go. And I knew that I, I, I would have people around me that actually truly cared about me. And he goes, I had three people that day come over when I had my headphones on and talk to me. And he goes, the first time I was really annoyed. The second time I was still kind of annoyed, but like I was better with it. And the third time they waited until after I was done and walked over and said, hey, you seem a little off, are you okay? And he said, I just broke down. I was like, the fact that you care that much shows that, that you guys, I came to the right place. And I, <laughs> I just sat there, I'm like, all right. We're, we're headed in the right direction. We're not there. There's right. never a there, but we're headed in the right direction. So how do we make sure that we're that place that we're going to celebrate people um, with people during the best of times, yeah. but we're also there during the worst of times because people need that. So true. So, and that, no, that's amazing. And just being a great life member, I, you guys truly are that, that place to feel comfortable and to go. Yeah. Highest of highs or in lowest of lows. People do care. Genuinely will care. And then like, even out in the community, that's one thing I love about you guys. No matter who you see, you see a team member, they recognize you and they'll come up to you. And that, and going back to relationships, it's a relationship that you made. Mm-hmm. You're just not a number. And I, and I still love what you said. You don't do online people registering because you want that personal touch. I love that. I, I love that because the personal touch, customer service, the older we get, I'm gonna be 40 next year, and it's like, we, we miss that in community, in our society and everything. You don't have the one-on-ones anymore. Mm-hmm. You don't have people stopping by and just saying, hey, Nick, how are you today? How's everything going? And if you say, yeah, okay, 
it's probably not okay. I'm going to sit and actually talk with you compared to walking off and going do my reps, you know, squatting or benching, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, good stuff. Just being human being. Oh, I love it. We kind of hit on this, but I'm going to hit, hit back on it. What are the main benefits a human being can see by exercising regularly or working out? I just think they can, they can reach high, higher potentials than what they've ever expected. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I've, I've recently been doing some research on getting, uh, there's a book called The Comfort Zone, The Comfort Crisis. They talk about your comfort zone and okay. people being too comfortable with being comfortable. Yeah. Um, so getting your, your body, um, it's actually, a, there's a lot of studies right now that are being done of um, even pushing yourself to be uncomfortable. So working out, you can push yourself yeah. just a little bit further than what you're comfortable doing. Mm-hmm. It actually makes the rest of your day a lot easier. Um, I was at Tut Hill with my, uh, with my group this morning and uh, actually the guy I was working out with, uh, I was, he, hadn't, he hasn't been in our group for very, mu- very, uh, very long, so I, I ran back over to him and I said, hey, how you doing? As we're going up Tut Hill, I mm-hmm. go, how you doing? It's a big incline. And he said, you know what? My legs are on fire, like all this <laughs> stuff. And I said, you know what though? This is the hardest thing you're ever gonna have to do t- today. So everything after, t- after this today, will probably be a lot easier. It'll make the rest of the day seem like a breeze. So we ran up, we ran up together and I had to get, get motivated a little yeah. bit, including myself. And, uh, <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, it's like, holy cow, we, we accomplished something and it was hard, but you know, I, I'll come across some other things during the day that might seem hard, but it wasn't near as hard as that. Right. Yeah. So I, I just think that there's, there's so many different ways, uh, to, not only from an energy standpoint, but even from a mental standpoint of saying, hey, I can over, I did this, I can overcome that. Oh, you can. So, uh, Do you know who David Goggins is? Oh, yeah. It, David Goggins, I, one of his favorite, I, I can't list the title of the book right now off the top of my head, but your brain, your, your body will, will basically not shut down. Your brain's the one that shuts down. Even though that you don't think you could do anymore, oh, your body could keep going. Yeah. If you don't think you can run a 5K, you probably could run a 10K. Your, your mind's just telling you no. You just got to keep overcoming that and everything. And then going back to the exercising, regular working out, like some of the things that you never thought would accomplish, you can accomplish. It's just a mindset thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I get excited. Like you, you were a very successful, you know, high school, college athlete and everything. And I'm like, so I get excited when I can hit maxes now at my age compared to when I was an athlete. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing better. And I'm like, I never thought I can accomplish that. It's just, yeah. Unbelievable though. Yeah. It just makes you feel better though. Yeah. Well, and I, that, that's where I think exercise is a, is a huge deal. I mean, there's, there's so many different things that you can do. Uh, just the, the idea of it's called progressive overload. If I'm a, like I said, I'm a fitness junkie. So it's slowly getting a little bit harder every single day. Yeah. And before you know it, what we what we struggled to do, what I struggled to do is is actually look back and reflect and say, oh, that's where I started. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh man, one pound. I only got better one pound, or I only did this one extra little thing, or I only did this one other other little thing. I'm like, before I know it, I've increased my bat my bench, you know, 50 pounds. Or I've, yeah. I, for me, it was a struggle to get back get into reading. I'm not even gonna say back into reading. The first 30 years of my life, I didn't really read, and I pushed off. So that's not for me. 
And um, I was really, really pushed um, by three of my different mentors that I have. All, all started their conversations, well, what are you reading? Well, what are you reading? I'm like, I, I, just, I don't, I, you know, I, I just, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, really? Like, yeah. So after the third one, I finally said, okay, there's probably something to this. Yep. And I'd heard, you know, well, if you could just, just start reading, just start reading. I'm like, what does that mean? I can't finish a book and I can't read 52 books a year, whatever. And so finally I just go, okay, I'm going to do uh, five minutes a day. So I set a timer. I'm like, I'm just going to do it for five minutes a day. And I got my chair every night. My daughters actually watch it so they, they could see me go read and journal. Mm-hmm. But I started five minutes a day, and then pretty soon it was like, oh, it's really into this book, so I'm going to do this. I'm taking notes. I'm doing all this stuff. And I read my first book. I was like, oh, this is great. Okay, I read a book. That's yeah. great. I read a book. It took me a month, but I, I read a book, and I don't care if it's 100 pages or you 300 accomplished pages. That. Yeah. I did it. Well, uh, fast forward almost 10 years, and, and I'm like, holy cow, that's led into hundreds of books. And it started with five minutes of accomplishing something and just staying with it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been, uh, it's been really fun to be able to reflect back to that and say, wow, 10 years ago when I turned 30, I I don't remember actually physically sitting down and reading a book on purpose right before I was 30. So I'll be 40 next year as well. And that's where I'm like, oh man, by the time I was from 30 to 39, I've read 10 times more books than I probably did from zero to 30 and and it's just it's not a flag in your hat it's a no. it's a holy cow you can learn you can grow exactly and it's a reflection back to say wow okay and it started with five minutes so right. it's a cool thing good, good for you and that's a huge accomplishment um and like i think the average american they say will not finish one i think it's between one and three books throughout the whole year hmm. and i'm like what I'm like, I'm kind of the same way. One of my goals is to read, or last year, was to read 25 books. And I'm like, one of my business mentors said the same thing. When you read, you just learn more. You intake more. You mm-hmm. speak better. You feel more confident. And I'm like, 25 books? Are you kidding? But like you said, doing it in increments. But that goes back to the gym, too. Just even if you started off with 25 pounds, but then you move on, and get to 30, and then 35, then 40, and then 45, oh my gosh, then you're, 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 plateau- you're hitting your max and getting better and better and better and better. And then as soon as you know, you're like, at the end of the year, you're like, okay, I started at 25, I'm all the way to 65. That's a huge accomplishment. Yeah. Give yourself a pat on the back. Absolutely. Like, there's not that many people would do that. Like, kudos to you. Yeah, so, yeah. I think working out regularly, it's a key. One of my goals is, believe it or not, is go to gym five times a week. That's awesome. And and if I don't go to the gym, it's at least do 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 some kind of exercise. If that's walking around the block, going for a little run, doing doing something, just yeah. keeping you going. So yeah, that's awesome. Well, I actually brought my. Um, so I, I have a daily planner that I have a daily scorecard. And it's all about behaviors. Yeah. Because I'm a huge goal guy, in my so I got into my books, and I'm like, okay, it was once a month, and then it was, or one one a month, so 12 books. Then it was two months, so 24 books. Mm-hmm. What I had found myself is I'm such a, an accomplished, like an achiever, that I finished 24 books that year 
um, in May. So I was like, I just was taking them in, but I wasn't like, it was more of a check off, check right. the box thing versus yeah. an actual learning and growing from it. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I took off my, my goal for the year because it was taking away from what the actual intent of what it was. Yeah. So I, I'm like, I need to start instilling the behaviors and what are they, what am I learning? How am I reflecting? Write, write down what I'm actually going to do with these things. Um, because, you know, at some point for me, it starts to become a challenge. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to beat this challenge. Right. Well, You're competitive. Yeah. I'm yeah. super competitive yeah. Yeah. with myself. And I'm like, okay, so I need I. to yeah. not do this. Yeah. Um, use this to my advantage and say, okay, let's, let's uh, make sure that I'm reflecting and doing all this stuff on a, on a daily basis. So I'm actually learning and growing. Uh, one of the, the most recent so books good. that I had read, the author talked about, um, they was talking about, well, the best way to learn is to is through experience. Yes. And he corrected and said the best way to learn is through experiences and reflecting and learning from those experiences mm -hmm. because a lot of people will have an experience but they will have the same experience the next day and the day after that and the day after that and it's yeah. not a good one. Yeah, and they'll keep making that mistake and, and clearly yeah. they haven't learned from it. He's like it's we just forget the reflection part of it. And for me it's like, man, I'm not reflecting because I'm so busy with trying to achieve the next thing that I'm like, okay, I haven't taken the time to step back and actually breathe and right. go, okay, what did I actually learn from this? Yeah. So uh, actually in my, my news, monthly newsletters, I don't know if you look at them for Great Life, but... Um, I, I do enjoy them, by the way. Oh, thank you. I, at the bottom, uh, that's, that's what my, the book club is. It's really an accountability tool for me to say, okay... Here's the book. Here's one of the books that I read this month, and here are three, three or four key takeaways mm -hmm. of the book. So it's a, it causes me to have to reflect on anything that I've read that month, and I just pick whatever book that I thought was the most relevant, and other people might like. And actually, the last two months, I've had uh, people write back and say, "Oh, I'm doing. I did this book with you this month. Can we do this one next month?" And I'm like, "Sure, let's do it." I've never read that one, or I've like, "That's great. I love that it." That is great. So. It's fun. Uh, I love how you mentioned there reflecting on the books because I'm a goal oriented person though, and like I was guilty of it, just doing this and this and this, just just get accomplished. Um, Dr. Nathan Unruh, Nathan Shock, they they do five four training for us or A and B, and one of their um, Monday Monday morning mindsets was just talking about that, reflecting, digesting it. You could read 24 books, but if you just wet, read that one book and took out and applied it to your life and to make a difference, that was worth more than reading all those others. And light bulb kind of goes off and you're like, son of a gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. That, that's right. Like Albert Einstein. So yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, I was going to end with this one. With your father, Mark, being a sports announcer on the local and regional sports scene, um, do you have a highlight of a play or a game he covered while growing up? Oh, boy. Um, I don't know if it's a single one, but we – I took for granted growing up until, until I actually sat back and reflected back on this is um, how many fun experiences that my brothers and I got to go. So when, when we were younger – and so this, this is probably one of them. When you were younger, it was probably 1980 – it might have been during the World Series for the Twins. I'm a Red Sox fan. So, you know, the twin, Twins are all right, but I'm a Red Sox fan. I didn't fan, even know you so. were a Red Sox fan. Oh, yeah, we're a huge Red Sox fan. So I was probably eight or nine or something at the time. Me and my brothers were, were out there. 
uh, he would always have one of us carry the battery bag because at that time oh, you had yeah. to have the giant yeah yeah the, the giant camera and then <laughs> they ran out every 20 minutes so you have a bag full of these giant batteries with finding chargers and things like that well we would get there two hours early so the twins are out there for batting practice and my brothers and i um my older brother looked kind of old enough to be able to be the the camera the the battery guy so he got to stay down there well my young brother and i got kicked out because we're two guy, two little kids like on the turf at the Metrodome. <laughs> well, I go up in the stands and we're walking around and um, I seen Ellis Burks. They're playing the oh, Red Sox. Oh, Ellis Burks, so yeah. I see an Ellis Burks card and I picked it up. I was like, oh, that's really cool. And I'm watching my dad interviewing people down over there and um, I, st- I keep walking around and Ellis Burks was standing right over there playing catch with Wade Boggs. That's pretty cool. And so they start playing, they're playing catch and I look down and I was like, hey, Ellis, I found a card of yours. And he looked over, walks over, and he's like, oh, cool. It's all smudged up and stuff. He signs it, and he goes, do you want something better? I'm like, sure. Sure. Yeah. So he takes the ball. Uh, Boggs throws the ball over to him. He signs it. He throws it back over to Wade Boggs. He goes, sign it. Signs it. Throws it over to Roger Clemens. He signs it. They just start playing catch with everybody in the outfield. Oh, I Signing see. it. Oh, they my bring gosh. it back and go it. And I'm like, this is awesome. So my dad's off awesome. giving all these, that is cool. doing all these interviews and stuff. Now that I think about it, I was prob- literally probably eight in the Metrodome by myself with my seven-year-old brother. <laughs> I don't know why we were there to check it out, but anyway, my dad comes back after he gets done with his interviews, and he's like, yeah, sorry you, you guys couldn't do this, but everything okay? And I show him this ball that's got all these autographs <laughs> on it. Yeah, I met all his Burks and all this stuff, and he goes, what? I didn't even get to, he, he didn't get to interview him that day because he was with Puckett and the, the Twins guys. Yeah. But yeah, it was kind of a, we got to do a lot of fun things like that as a kid. That, that's a cool experience. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, you won't believe this, so being originally from Colorado, Rockies fan, yes, we're not a very good team. We made it to the World Series. The Red Sox, yes, you guys beat us four games. You guys swept us. I know. Don't have to pour salt in the wound. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> but what the Blake Street Bombers, though, like Vinny Castilla, Dante Pachette, Alice Burks was even on our team that year, too. Yeah. And then Andres Galarraga, and just like those guys, just watching them living in Colorado, just going to batting practice. We love going to games, but just watching those guys just hit the bombs, just like. Three to four, or, you know, 400 feet. Just easy. Uh, you're like, oh, my gosh. You thought you were a decent athlete. You're like, these guys are incredible. They're amazing. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that was just, just cool watching those kids. But Or those guys, not kids. Those guys, yeah, yeah. They were amazing. But, yeah, awesome. Anything you would want to share or end regarding great life, yourself, um, any plug? Oh, man. Um, well, I, I for sure going to plug great life. I think – I would encourage anybody, if you're, if you're wanting to start or don't know where to start in your fitness journey, um, to come into one of our facilities and talk with one of our fitness professionals. Um, we're not there to sell a membership to you. We're there to make sure that we steer in the right direction. And um, I believe in our team and it has the best interest in mind of, of people. So we're there to help guide people along the way. And whether or not somebody signs up for a membership or not, you can come in and try any of our facilities for for seven days and meet with one of our fitness professionals because, like I said, if um, you know everybody's got a different goal and reason why that yeah. they're there, and if we don't have the reason, if you're there for kickboxing, we do not have kickboxing at our facilities. So if you're there for that, we will 
steer you in the right direction and give you uh, the contact information of a place that can do that. And um, hopefully at some, sure. at some point, if, if your uh, journey changes and you would like something that Great Life has to offer, you come back in and we can help steer in the right direction then too. So, Thanks again for joining me. But overall though, like Great Life, it's like a family to me. Like you guys are amazing. You guys offer so many great things and you guys definitely have the interests of our community. So keep doing great things, keep inspiring. And just to be able to sit down with you and visit, this has been a pleasure and my honor. Yeah, so. me too. Grateful for it. Oh my gosh. Thanks, hey, Nick. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you, man.